0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in
1: paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. Or visit us online at therogroup.org. And while at the website, feel free to head over to our radio page. There you can check out our past shows and subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can ensure you're always kept up to date with all our latest episodes. Now, today we want to talk about some rollover precautions. Now, do you know the difference between an IRA rollover and an IRA transfer? Do you know what precautions you should take as you roll over funds from one retirement account to another? That's our topic today. before we jump into that, I'd like to welcome, as always, our co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, welcome to the show. All right, great
0: to be on the show, Greg. Thanks for having me. As always, we're having fun here in the 808 state, right? Retirement paradise? (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, Greg, um, you have some big news. Speaking of 808 state and retirement paradise, Uh, There's some big show news that you wanted to uh, talk to us about today.
1: Yes, um, I did. For those of you who follow the Retirement Optimization Group on Facebook, uh, you're probably aware of this already, Uh, but our podcast has become so increasingly popular Um, And with the modern eras, um, it gives us a lot more flexibility to go strictly to podcast broadcasting uh, these days So we're going to do two more shows in November and starting December 1st, we will exclusively uh, be on uh, podcast And you can always check us out on iTunes Just type Retirement Paradise and all of our past shows pop up And they're always on my website So for our dedicated listeners, uh, starting December, we're going to be doing podcast Welcome to the modern era All right. So that first week in December, uh, they'll be able
0: to uh, have the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and go to your website and click on the show page. And the current show will be there if they just want to listen on the website. Uh, A few past shows will be there. But to get every show, uh, the minute it becomes available each week, they can just subscribe to a podcast and it'll be immediately available on whatever device, their phone, their tablet, their computer. So I think that's awesome, and I'm excited. Uh, We have so much fun doing the show each week. Um, Now, we're talking about, you said we're talking about rollovers. Um, You're going to have to explain this one to us a little bit. Uh, You're talking about rollovers and transfers. Um, I, I know a little bit about IRAs, but I'm not sure that I could explain all the details we need to know about this. So that's why you're here, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, many of us are well-versed in what qualifies as a rollover, but there's still a number of pitfalls that can be problematic as you look to, to roll over your funds into a different account. And today we'll walk you through a number of precautions that you should take to avoid these pitfalls. TheBalance.com outlined the 10 IRA rollover rules you need to know, and this is a great place for us to start in making sure that you are taking the proper precautions. Well, sounds great. So where should we start? Well, let's dive right in. So for many of us, the first time we interacted with the concept of a rollover is when we switched employers. Uh, we were looking into what we should do with funds um, at an employer-sponsored plan, like, like a 401k is the most typical. So most plans allow you to roll over your funds once you leave the company, a uh, separation of service, a qualifying event. And there are a few that you can actually remove your funds while you're still employed at the company.
0: Well, that's interesting. I I didn't know that. Now, obviously, when you're changing jobs, uh, there's a lot of chaos. Uh, New colleagues, uh, things like that. IRA rollovers probably aren't the first thing that people are thinking about.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. And while often we think of a rollover as just something that happens at a job change, some plans allow you to rollover funds with transactions known as in-service distributions. Now, these can be loans and may need to be repaid to the plan. And to best find out if your plan allows this is to contact your your plan sponsor, your administrator, your HR department, and simply ask. Um, If you're able to do so, you can roll over a portion or the balance of your funds into a self-directed IRA account without having to leave the company.
0: Oh, interesting. So uh, why might somebody consider that then, an in-service distribution?
1: Good question. And there's actually many reasons why you might consider uh, this in-service distribution. Uh, the most common reason is to roll your assets into what's often considered a much more flexible plan, uh, a, your traditional IRA. and Maybe your 401k plan doesn't have the type of sub-accounts, investments, mutual funds that meet your investment style, um, or the tactics that you, that you desire. Now this potentially gives you more options to expand the diversification of your portfolio. Once you get into a self-directed IRA, you're not limited by just the few choices of your 401k plan. The whole investment universe is at your disposal.
0: Well, yeah, definitely. Now, uh, not every 401k has that in-service option though, right?
1: That is true. Um, And if you don't have this option, that's okay. You're you're actually in the majority. Uh, You'll find out That the rules are different once you leave the company. Uh, Some people find that once you leave it does make sense to roll over your funds from that employer sponsored plan into an IRA. Now this could open you up to a few tax obligations uh, so you might want to tread carefully during this portion of the rollover process. A lot of you probably have heard about the 60-day rule which applies to rollovers of retirement plans into IRAs and other like-to-like rollovers uh, as well. Um, Newsday does a great job explaining this 60-day rule in this article titled, Ask the Expert, What Are the Rules Governing IRA Rollovers?
0: Huh. What, what's the 60-day rule? Explain
1: that. Well, the 60-day rule refers to the tax-free grace period that you have between withdrawing funds from one IRA and depositing them in another. If you don't, complete that task within that 60-day period, the transaction is taxed. And as you know, taxes and penalties can be significant. And in regard to the employer-sponsored plans, another way to avoid tax on a rollover is to do what's known as a direct IRA rollover or transfer, where the check from your plan is made payable directly to the custodian of your new IRA. And there's no 1099s issued. There's no 60-day rule to follow if you do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, so it can get a little tricky. So I assume you're you're not recommending uh, somebody do a uh, rollover like the sixty day rollover then.
1: Uh, sometimes it's definitely easier to do the transfer, but sometimes they make you jump through so many hoops that uh, once in a while it might be easier just to go ahead and liquidate your account and then you just offset it on your tax form um, the next year. But You have that sixty-day window. If you miss it, you're liable for all the tax and sometimes uh, penalties on top of that.
0: Ooh, not good, Mm -hmm. not good. Well, hey, our time is just about up for this first section of the show. Uh, You've covered a lot already. Is there anything else you want to share before we take a quick break?
1: Well, there's a lot of things to consider. You know, preparing for retirement and this is one of them. Um, It it seems a little overwhelming, nerve wracking, um, but don't do it alone. Please visit my website at therogroup.org or give us a call. My office number, 791-2924. Be happy to sit down with you and do a no-cost, no-obligation consultation. All right. Sounds good.
0: And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Greg Gunther here on Retirement Paradise after this.
2: Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from the Retirement Optimization Group by visiting the rogroup.org or calling us at 808-791-2924.
1: Welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. Today we're talking about rollover precautions for your 401k and other tax qualified plans. And right before the break, we talked about what in-service distributions were and when they might be beneficial. We also talked about the 60-day rule that refers to the tax-free grace period between withdrawing funds from one IRA and depositing them into a similar uh, like account.
0: Yeah, and I think that's something, especially when we get into the weeds on, well, even even just any type of dealing with a tax-deferred account, like a 401k or an IRA or a 403b. You've talked about these accounts before, but uh, taxation and taxes is one of the biggest, uh, the tax implications are huge. Uh, so let's talk more about those. I mean, obviously, that's a big part of this, and that's where a lot of people make mistakes, isn't it?
1: Yeah, the, the dreaded T word. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's a uh, dirty word, really. It
1: is. And and when you withdraw funds uh, from an IRA or those tax-deferred counts, as you mentioned, and if you keep them beyond that 60-day period without granting uh, getting an extension from the IRS, it's treated as ordinary income. And it doesn't matter what you do with the funds after that point, um, you're taxed on them. And this can include just receiving a check and forgetting to forward it, maybe depositing it in the bank and not writing your check in time, uh, and not doing it within that allocated window. Now, that what that means is that your IRA withdrawal will end up on your tax return and any taxable amounts will be subject to your ordinary income tax rate. And in addition, if you do this before the age of 59 and a half, uh, I don't know why the IRS uses halves like we're all still kids, but oh, uh, the yeah. half years, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. You made 59 and a half. Now it's time to uh, be a qualified (laughs) retirement age. (laughs) But if you're under that, it's 10% on top of your tax rate. So it's a 10% early withdrawal penalty that's tacked on.
0: Wow. So it's safe to say you want to be well aware of these implications of that 60-day rule when you make any withdrawals from your IRA or tax-deferred account,
1: right? Absolutely. And even if you follow that 60-day rule, you may face... Tax consequences to a rollover if it's within one year of your most recent rollover, meaning that if you if you've done it already in a 12-month period, you can't do it again. And on on the website irs.gov, so their personal website, um, it discloses you must disclose the gross amount of the second IRA to IRA rollover if it's within that 12-month period, and you may be required to pay a 10% uh, penalty on that amount as well. Wow. And these types of penalties
0: you're talking about obviously can have a huge negative impact on your savings then, right?
1: Yeah, most definitely. And I've actually seen that um, prior one example a couple times. People think that they can do it once in a calendar year, and they might do a rollover in December and then think they could do it again in January or February, but it's not a calendar year. It's uh, it's 12 months. And it's important to note um, some of these transactions So including these rollover distributions from employer plans we talked about, rollovers from traditional IRAs, and even one's uh, Roth conversion, your traditional to your Roth. So those aren't required to follow this this one-year waiting rule. Only that 60-day, those qualified taxable plans. Um, So a distribution from employer... Um, you can do as many times as you want. And a Roth conversion, you can do as many times as you want. Um, talking to a financial services professional is really the best way to find out um, what rollovers you can do, which ones will have tax implications and what pitfalls to avoid.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned earlier an IRA transfer. Um, tell us more about that. Is that different?
1: Yeah. So similar to the rollover, a transfer is when you move an IRA from one institution to, to another institution without ever actually touching the money. So if you aren't planning to use any of the IRA funds that you're withdrawing and your sole intention is just to move them into a different IRA, the transfer is probably the best option for you. Uh, It's it's typically easier um, than doing the rollover, although sometimes it it, it can't be, but most of the time I'd say it is easier and it takes you out of that 60 day rule. Um, so you don't have to worry about it. Goes you don't from have worry company about A to the risk. company B. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah, I just I panic anytime there's a physical check uh, that I'm responsible for getting some where, where or doing something with within within a scheduled amount of time, and making sure they receive it. That's that scares me a little bit. Um, are there any rules or regulations when it comes to these IRA transfers then?
1: Well, there are limitations of transfers. Um, for one, you you must be moving the funds between two accounts of the same type. For instance, a traditional IRA to a traditional IRA. Uh, but transfers provide that tax shield because, as you mentioned, the money is never in your hands. It goes straight from company to company.
0: Protecting you then from making a mistake and violating that 60-day rule, right?
1: Exactly right. Yep. And there's another benefit of transfers is that they are they're not reportable. Um, So you can do uh, as many as you want, but there's no limits or restrictions like that 12-month rule either. Um, So we've spent a lot of time discussing rollovers from employer plans uh, to other IRAs. Let's talk about rollovers at other stages of your retirement journey.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that sounds like a great idea, but we might have to do it after the break. Our, Our time for this segment is almost up. So do you have anything you want to add before we take a break here?
1: Well, our goal at the Retirement Optimization Group in in our planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing the kind of uh, retirement that they strive for will be achievable for them. And if you want some more information, visit my website at therogroup.org or give my office a call at 791-2924.
0: All right. I think that sounds great. And on your website, you have a lot of valuable resources for our listeners. What's that address again?
1: The. R-O-Group.org
0: The R-O-Group.org. I like it. And there's so many different things the listeners can see there uh, and it's easy to use. There's no cost. So I recommend the listeners check out that website. And then they can also visit the show page where they can listen to this show, past episodes or subscribe as a podcast. And like you mentioned earlier in the show, uh, we're no longer going to be on the radio, but going to the podcast format so people can automatically get the show and listen to it whenever and wherever they want, which is really handy. I love that.
1: Yes. And follow us on Facebook. The Retirement Optimization Group has got a big Facebook presence.
0: Excellent. Excellent. That's right. I've got to check out the Facebook page. I haven't been on there enough. Mm So uh, thanks for reminding me and our listeners about that. And I know you stay on top of that stuff. Plus, uh, you're so busy meeting with folks. I don't know how you do it, Greg, to be honest. (laughs) (coughs)
1: No days off.
0: (laughs) You're a busy guy. Well, (laughs) hey, listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue our discussion with Greg Gunther here on Retirement Paradise.
2: Most people plan on taking their Social Security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call the Retirement Optimization Group at 808 791 2924 or visit the ro to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit
0: and welcome back to retirement paradise i'm your co-host tony shore and as always our host the man with the plan is greg gunther uh and greg great show so far today Um, I know that our listeners uh, are probably uh, listening intently, but they have questions. Uh, What's the phone number they can call if they have some questions?
1: Give us a call at 791-2924. After the show, uh, I take calls for about a half hour.
0: Awesome. That sounds great. And today, Greg, you've been talking about precautions for rollovers, talking about 401ks and IRAs, rollovers and transfers. Uh, and just before the break you mentioned something you were talking about tax exempt rollovers um is there an age limit to make that type of rollover can anybody do it
1: uh yeah absolutely there there is no age limit um, but there could be some additional considerations um if you've reached 70 and a half remember we're back with the uh with the halves again
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> the IRS uh, God bless them
1: yep you're seventy and a half now so you are actually subject to taking your required minimum distribution, or RMD, uh, as it's referred to. And you'll just need to be aware, you you still can um, transfer uh, after age 70 and a half, but you can't roll the RMD portion over. You always have to make sure that you take that so you can pay your taxes on it. Um, you can still feel free to roll over the rest and pass that age threshold, but just be conscious of removing that RMD uh, before you execute that rollover.
0: Yeah. RMDs can be tricky, and if you don't make the proper RMD, there's a huge penalty, isn't there?
1: Yeah, it's actually a 50% uh, penalty of the shortfall. Oh. So, and uh, I've had a couple of people that, you know, their financial institutions didn't uh, send them that form. Every year you make 70 and a half, usually your your custodian will send it to you and say, hey, this is the year you have to take a distribution. Uh, but sometimes they, they, they don't get sent or you don't read it. So if you were supposed to take out $10,000 and you fail to, it's a $5,000 penalty. Wow. And
0: that's why our listeners need to be working with someone like yourself, Greg, because uh, you make sure your clients aren't in that situation, right?
1: Yes. They have to be really clever, actually, when it comes to... Uh, RMD time. Um, a lot yeah. of people make that mistake of just filling out that form and sending it back and letting the company just do the calculation for them. Um, but if you've got equities, you know we call red money, and your monies are going up and down and you have to sell those to turn them into cash, you want to make sure you can time your withdrawals as responsibly as possible and not just leave it up to, to randomness.
0: Interesting. That's something I didn't know. So uh, what are some other things we need to keep in mind?
1: Well, one thing is you should make sure um, that you're aware of your options and you got to look at them at least annually, every year. And over time, you might require more funds that you can roll over into your IRA. And some things would be traditional IRA, of course, or maybe one that you inherited from a deceased spouse. Uh, Other qualified plans from previous employers is a good one. Uh, Tax sheltered annuities, your government deferred compensation plans, um, TSPs, and also what's known as a Section 457 plan.
0: Oh, 457, what's that? Uh, Tell us more about that.
1: Well, as defined uh, at irs.gov, Section 457 plans are non-qualified, unfunded, deferred compensation plans established by state and local governments and tax-exempt employers. Um, So these plans are similar to other retirement savings plans like 401Ks. Um, They allow pre-tax contributions, And they're tax deferred uh, until you retire and start taking that money out.
0: Well, (laughs) uh, this has been quite a show. I mean, uh, there is a lot to consider the way it sounds with all these different retirement plans and potential rollovers, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to know all the ins and outs when it comes to so many different rules and regulations. You know, TSPs, uh, 457s, 401ks, IRAs, what about a Roth? I mean, there's so many things um, to consider. It's why it's really important to work with the right financial professional. Um, it's, it's beneficial when you consider, you know, all of your rollover options.
0: Yeah. Oh, there's one one type of I believe it's another tax deferred account or retirement account uh, that we haven't talked about. I mean, we, we you mentioned 401ks, IRAs, and then the 457. Uh, but briefly, I think you mentioned it in the title of that one article. But what's a 403b?
1: So the 403b uh, is is similar to a 457 plan. It's a deferred comp plan. Um, so pre-tax contributions, tax deferred. Um, so they all follow the same rules um, where you have to take your distribution out at 70 and a half. And it's a good point you brought that up, Tony, because while you have all these you could have, I actually had a client um, a couple of weeks ago that had a 403B from a previous employer, Queens Hospital. She works at a different hospital, so she had another 403B, and then she had a traditional IRA, and I believe there was a 401K from a long time ago in there. And so all these different tax status, it makes your RMD time, your 70 and a half time, kind of a not a, a nightmare. Um, <clears throat> consolidating these retirement accounts is is usually a good idea because the IRS- oh, yeah does not allow your required minimum distribution uh, accounts to have crossovers. Meaning that if you have an IRA and you have a 401k or 457, it doesn't matter how much you take out of your IRA, you still have to meet your required minimum on the employer plan. Um, So if the tax status is matched though, so if you've got three IRAs, The IRS does allow the crossovers and gives you a lot more flexibility, which means if you've got, say, an IRA with safe money and you've got an IRA with red money and the market happens to be down, well, you can take more out of your safe IRA and not have to touch your your stocks.
0: Ah, okay. So it really does help to consolidate accounts and uh, that really cuts down on things going wrong and complications, especially the way it sounds uh, when it comes to required minimum distributions, because pretty much any tax deferred plan is subject to that. It sounds like a 403B plan is a lot like a 401K or something like that. And you mentioned uh, hospital workers. I know uh, 403Bs, I've heard them associated with a lot of teachers, like public school teachers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any uh, government institutions, state officials will have these types of plans. Sure. Um, but it definitely max them out. I mean, contribute to them. It's a good thing. Um, if you do qualify for in service distribution, putting it in an IRA allows you to tailor make the portfolio for you. And I want to stress a little bit more, too, about the RMDs because um, it's such a big deal. You know, um, a new risk comes into the portfolio called sequence risk. When you go from your saving phase into your distribution phase mm-hmm. and you got to be very mindful um, of how to take your your rmds
0: yeah i think that's a great point well as usual our time has just flown by and our time is up for this week's show is there anything you want to add before we go
1: well visit my website at therogroup.org. ro um, you can also call us at 791-2924 i will be taking phone calls for another half hour after the show And I'd offer our listeners a no-cost, no-obligation consultation just to make sure that your retirement is on track, your accounts match your risk profile, and to see if maybe any consolidation may be necessary if you've got multiple tax qualified plans I also want to throw a reminder to follow us on Facebook Um, the retirement optimization group has a great presence on Facebook we're constantly putting out new fun articles and it's driven a lot of traffic um, to the podcast which is why we're switching Um, we're getting more listeners now on the podcast version than on the radio show and we want to focus a little bit more on that as it gives us more options we can go a little longer on our shows Tony so I'm looking forward to that change uh, next month
0: all right sounds great that does it for today's episode of retirement Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org.